This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Black Rain. Wow. And like manna from heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the erstwhile Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. Thank oh, you for brown asking. Yeah, Brownwall. Early in the show, Brownwall. It's a good one, too. Yeah. You can hear it ping-ponging through the, through the pipes. <laughs> We're back, folks. Uh, hot on the heels of the swarm. We're back. We're back. We're black. <gasps> That's right. Mm-hmm. It's raining. Yeah, it's a movie microscope. So Men? if you guys aren't aware, it's a show where we zoom in. Mm. So we watch a film with a set of binocular eyes, and we we uh, view a film through a prism of knowledge and disseminate and inseminate, and whatever's left, we, we, we glean and we make a break. <laughs> so if we were... If we were talking about a prayer for the dying, we would talk about the scene where Mickey Rourke uh, throws a, a homemade bomb into his own shorts. <laughs> we'd talk about the little moments. I I I remember that movie, um, a little bit. IRA, I think he's an IRA guy. I remember there's a silencer in it oh. and Mickey Rourke. Well, that's the best thing to put. Graveyard, in right? I'm sure there's a graveyard in there. I'm sure he's wearing a trench. Oh, of course. He looks like he just woke up. Yeah. Um, His hair sticking up, no doubt. That was uh that was cool like Mickey Rourke, uh, cool period Mickey Rourke. Does that was, still exist today? Short window. <laughs> it was basically the Pope of Greenwich Village and scene. Remember he became obsessed with boxing. Yeah. And he was in the boxer, but he was actually a, it became a real boxer, I think, yeah. or well, yeah. amateur. Yep. And he's still acting, I think. Yeah. When he hasn't alienated everybody yet. He said that he, uh, I think the late, last thing I heard was, maybe we talked about, about this during The Irishman, but uh, he was he said he was supposed to be an Irishman, but De Niro hates him. Who could blame De Niro? Yeah. And, uh, from Angel Heart. I'm going to try my damnedest to not do a Mickey Rourke film on here. Really? I'm sure we'll do one now, but yeah. We have to, do, we have to do one next him. now. I hate him so much. Do you really hate him? I really don't like Mickey Rourke. I like what the a, Rainmaker. What about Fade to Black? We'll do that Mickey Rourke movie. I don't remember. Is he in that? The Karen Black. Wait. It's like Dennis a Dennis Christopher? Yeah, it's like a horror film. Yeah. I don't think he's in it. I think he is in it. Wow. That's a strange film. By the way, I owe you an apology. What's that? We were playing poker last night, 
and we were casually talking about our podcast and someone expressed interest in it. Yeah. And I told them not to listen to it. <laughs> and I feel bad about it because uh, I'm proud of our podcast. I love it. But I didn't, I, I should have said, no, please listen. But no, I, no, you did the right thing. My thing was, I, I just felt like since we were talking about it, I wasn't trying to gain, gain a listener at that moment. No. I felt, I felt like he was being polite. The last thing I want is for somebody who's not the right audience for this to listen to it. Well, because I don't want to have to explain myself why they are a piece of shit person for not getting it, enjoying it. This guy was, he was very nice. I liked him. Very nice. He but doesn't need to listen to You're a piece of shit person, though, if you don't like this. So I don't want to set myself up for a situation where I have to hate somebody. <laughs> so you did the right who thing. Is, who is the perfect audience for this? Me and you. And uh, uh, there's like seven people I can name that are out there. Yeah. You know, there's some great folks that participate. Mm-hmm. Always uh, participate. Little Twitter, little Instagram. You mean, you mean participate? You mean precipitation? Black Rain? Oh, yeah. All right precipitate so i'm proud that we finally got to do this one this was a big one for me when i was younger yeah. um was it 89 you said i think people say that all the time black ram is a big one it's for a, them. you a know what Th- those people are wrong if they don't yeah i mean people are they're just i can't leave the house talking yeah about black rain well you, you live in the wrong house man we watched the shit out of this movie when it came out <laughs> oh my god i worked at the movie theater when this came out oh okay so you saw I was the theater. so happy and oh. it was kind of a hit, right? Like, it, yeah, it was yeah. Ridley Scott's return, return to form. It's his best movie with the initials BR. <laughs> it certainly has a lot in common with that movie. Yeah, there's a lot of design choices that seem similar to uh, Blade Runner. Yeah, for example, Rucker Howard's in it. <laughs> no, um, this movie kind of has a, uh, a a Rucker Howard type character in it. Which one would that be? The the guy the nutty bad guy with the wild eyes yeah and the wild hair and that's Michael Douglas yeah <laughs> now this is now seriously this is a movie that I love uh huh still still okay and I don't know I, I you know I was what seventeen eighteen seventeen when it came out whatever it was mm-hmm. and I was just getting ready to graduate and it was just such a I felt such a it was everything I needed and yeah. this is post lethal weapon right. Post Die Hard, so it's it was sort Post of, one of, the, one of the last of that breed of don't don't put Tango and Cash in that <laughs> conversation. We're gonna do Tango and Cash in here at some point. This, by the way, this movie though pre you said post 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 a lot. This is pre Zeta Jones though. Yes, Michael Douglas. Yes, this is pre his saggy ass. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> <laughs> well, being seen, being seen, oh yeah, he does be, not being seen by the likes of us. He doesn't show his bare naked butt in this. Yeah, I will say butt. So sweet. It's implied, though. Yeah. Because there is some sexual tension uh, on his side. Yeah. One, one way. Straight. One way sexual yeah. tension with Kate, one Kate Capshaw. So why don't you go through the cast list here? No. Nick. Yeah, do it. Okay. Andrew, it. Andrew Garcia is in it. Michael Douglas, Andy Garcia. Yeah. Kate Capshaw. Yep. John Spencer. Stephen oh. Root. Uh-huh. Ken Takakura. Right. Al Leong. Make sure you name, mention all the white actors first, and then yeah. <laughs> um, others. I forgot the name of the other fellows. Um, uh, I wrote it down. Some super Japanese people. So Japanese. Uh, Yasuku Matsuda, I think, and he's the he's the he's the wild eyed song from the Lion King, right? He's the wild eyed bad guy. He's awesome. He's great in this. Um, and so why? What? So how does the movie start? 
Well, I mean, first let's let's set the stage a little bit. I don't. It's a a, a moody, broody police film uh, featuring a hero character who is a rough around the edges sort with a long stringy hair, wears sunglasses, not clean shaven, doesn't play well with others, Mm-mm. possibly corrupt. He is corrupt. Okay, thanks. We were going to get to that, but yeah, he's corrupt. Well, just, a little bit, slightly. Yeah. yeah. Um, not in a, not in a, he's not that, he's, he's got a good reason. Sort of. He's broke. Yeah, he, he hates it. Mm-hmm. So he is, uh, Mr. Douglas, at the beginning of the film, we meet him, we see he's rough and tumble because he gambles over motorcycle races. That's right. And participates. A lot of motorcycle action. We also know that he likes to drive children on motorcycles, drive Andy Garcia's on motorcycles. He's a toughie. <laughs> he's a toughie. He is, um, you know, Michael Douglas is a strange case for me. I, I, he, he's, Choose your words wisely. You love him. I do. <laughs> he looks like like a like he if he was like a, a lizard. If he wasn't wasn't an actor, like he wasn't um, uh, related to Lloyd or or Kirk. Or, or Kirk. Kirk I'm yeah. sorry, or Lloyd, but Kirk. Um, love Lloyd Douglas. I think you could remember him as like uh, you know like the neighboring dad from when you were like I mean, eight. You bump a chromosome and he's Fisher Stevens. <laughs> That's the thing is that Michael Douglas, he 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 works. I like him in movies, but you know he's he's playing he's playing tough, and I just I, sometimes I, I don't buy t- it. I love when he plays I just tough. Don't buy it a little bit. Yeah, that, that's I'm not saying he's bad in the movie. It's just like sometimes he has little, they'll show him in like action poses, and you're like, wow, <laughs> not quite. You know, you know the great thing is though in the real world, uh-huh. these people are everywhere who are fake tough. Oh, I know they're everywhere. Couple in this room. <laughs> I'm not fake tough. I never pretended. Um, Hank yeah. tough. He does. He does. Do you remember Hank tough? H- Hank tough. Yeah, I do. From uh, our screenplay. Our, yeah. yeah. Mm. Action figure. Yep. And so, um, he does reach his natural form at the end. <laughs> Michael Douglas. Ghidra. What are you talking about? At the end of the movie, he's. He sports a, a sweater, a turtleneck sweater. So pretty. Yeah, there's a, a sweater battle. At and it's kind of it's the color of it is uh, it's gray, charcoal. Of like, yeah, it's like a TV static. <laughs> it's meant to reflect his inner his inner person. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so let's. I, I'm yeah. Not, so he. Uh, yeah. We find out early on he's under investigation from Internal Affairs because he may or may not be corrupt. Justin already spoiled that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and he runs into with his partner Andy. Uh, Vin, Vincent, what's his name? In Charlie, it? Charlie, Charlie Vincent, uh, and then Nick Conklin is Mike's character. Yeah, that's a good name. I'll call him Mike because we're tight. Um, Wouldn't it be neat if if Andy Garcia's character was named Justin? Yeah, and Justin then, and Nick. Yeah. Well, Nick, if you combine them, Nick Vincent's a relief pitcher in the major leagues. Um, zoom in. The um, so they run into a situation at a simple lunch. They're not there to get involved in a crime, but they're having lunch. They're having lunch, and they run into a meet. Between some Yakuza members, and it goes horribly south. And NYC, right? Did you say they're New York cops? They are New York. Yeah. Well, I didn't, but now you, mm-hmm. you zoomed in. And then they capture a gentleman, our villain. Well, he murders two people in the yeah, restaurant. But, yeah, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, and he's 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 um, trying to get a box. There's a box this guy has on yeah. him, and he get, he gets the box. Yeah. And then he kills two people, and it's just like a big chase. And then, yeah, you got the meat locker, the meat packing district, chasing all that shit, dripping yeah. meat. Um, <laughs> yeah, Michael Douglas uh, chases him into a um, 
uh, yeah, like a meat a meat locker, and then he gets he f- they have a meat cute. He fails. He gets he um, captures the gentleman. He does, but he gets uh, his ass kicked, and he yeah. gets um, tricked, and like Andy Garcia has to save him. Yeah, yeah, which doesn't happen later on. No, um, there is something in that scene that irritated me. He orders a scotch, and it's completely encumbered with ice, like ice. To the top of the glass with scotch in it, which you is like that. That's a big mistake. You don't do that shit. Andy Garcia asked the guy to uh, put some cheese on this drink because he's gonna have a liquid lunch. Gonna, yeah. Andy Garcia, by the way, liquid lunch. All right. Uh, there's charming, our po- there's uh, our post show song. Uh, Andy Garcia is a charming delight in this film. He is he is the Jude Law in Mr. Ripley of this film. Yes. Just a bright light that gets snuffed out. He's always smiling in this, having fun, except maybe his last scene. But then he. <laughs> Uh, but he's great in this and very charismatic. Yeah. He's always good. I love Garcia. He's one of those guys. I was thinking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. There, I, I was actually going to do something on Twitter of those people who should have been bigger. Yeah. And even though he's had a great career he and he's and he's been above the title guy quite a few times, I still feel like he left a little on the table as a as an actor. Well, you always wanted to do uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead. You oh, I love that movie. You want to revisit it? It's a peculiar it. movie, his... but. But that's he's his, one of those guys. That's one of his leading. Yeah, roles, yeah. But you know, I, I think the, his uh, his Achilles' heel was that he would do some Latin theme stuff to for you know because of his pride, and they were never successful. Right. And he directed one, I think. He directed a couple, I think. But he's just one of those guys. Yeah, he's always good. He's been in a lot of kind of important movies. I think the problem was he, his 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 window came at a very transitional phase in cinema, where you know, like Internal Affairs and. This and a few other things. Just see, I don't think he Untouchables. Untouchables was, I think it was his coming out party. Does that Petri? I think yeah. so, and he nailed it in that too. He's great. He's great in the Ocean's movies. Uh-huh. He's great, and he's just a wonderful, wonderful person. Love him. Yeah. And so, he, and he had that badass like triangle hair too. I love that shit. <laughs> so at the beginning of the movie, we I'm gonna skip back. There there is a motorcycle, like you said. There, you know, Michael Douglas is racing motorcycles. On the mean streets of New York, in the back alleyways, for for cash. On the wharf, and he uh, he beats a young up and comer. Yeah, and uh, the guy's mad mm-hmm. because you know Michael Douglas is a little bit of a daredevil. Bends the rules. Bends the rules. Maybe, and the guy wrecks. Anyway, the guy you know zooms up to him. And he doesn't aggress. He has a helmet on with a visor, and he aggressively flips it up. Yeah, like super hard. Yeah, he gets mad at Michael Douglas. And I thought that is a questionable move. It's not cool. It's hard to do. It's hard it, to make that look badass. It does not look badass. Yeah. It looks. Luckily, what's the his opposite? target was Michael Douglas, <laughs> who also doesn't look badass. <laughs> Michael Douglas uh, sporting a, um, I don't know, a, a beautiful mullet in this. He's got like that stringy. 90s thing. He's rigging it out and all that. Uh, sort of has the same hair as. Uh, as uh, who's our who's our boy in uh, Manhunter? Bill Peterson. Yeah, this is a very. You mentioned Michael Mann when we were watching it. There is definitely a lot of man. Yeah, a lot of man in this, and you could see where Ridley did a little Tonying. Yeah, that I read that some people think this is his the movie that's closest to a Tony Scott film directed by Ridley. Would you agree? It's up there. Yeah. So the I think he just fucking shoots the living shit out of this movie though 
yeah, that's definitely one of the highlights. So they the capture the villain, right? And they, they they have an enjoyable plane ride to Japan. They have to escort him back. That's their punishment. Who, who's the, by the way? Who's the uh, cinematogra- cinematographer on this? Uh, for most of it, it was somebody else, and then Yon Bont replaced him. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know this. Well, it's on IMDb trivia. I can't believe you didn't know it. Oh. Yeah, Yon Bont was a late add. Late add to this. Was it? Was it a couple? Trivia points in, I might have. It was that. lower. It was lower. It was lower then. My boy Yandabont, my man. You've met him several, many times. Yeah, yeah. He and I, we had to have a a, a meet cute of our own. Actually, did mm-hmm. you hear about that? Where they, I had to fly to L.A. To, as a for a fucking Olive Branch meeting with him. Oh, because you had ripped him in the past. I ripped him hard. Yeah, you hated him. I had. I used to have a thing on Chud where every day there would be a different thing about Yandabont. It's like a different joke about him for years. So yeah, I had to, when we when we hired him for Meg, I had to go out there and that was the last like before he signed the paperwork, we had to have a meet cute. He was mad about it. He was mad about it. Mm. He should have been. That was a dick. But it was also based on logic because did you see the haunting? <laughs> well, did he's not making movies twisted? anymore, right? He's a I mean, direct. He, I'm sure he's still trying. You should resurrect. But we that. had we had drink. We 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 were at Santa Monica, nice restaurant near the waterfront. There had a nice lunch, drinks. This couldn't have been sweet. Did he say something about? Did he? Oh, we talked about it. Yeah, I was very upfront. I was like, what, Look. "What did you say? Just trying to make the audience laugh because you're a piece of shit." No, I was. I think I was in the right for bashing him because he was. You didn't say that to him. No, I said that I've been you, one of his biggest detractors. You kissed the ring. I did not kiss did. the ring. Did you not kiss. Did the, kiss the ring. I did not kiss the ring. <laughs> was he wearing a ring? Because yeah. you would have been yeah. kissing it. He was wearing it, and then it was in my stool. Did you ask him to sign your uh, haunting DVD? <laughs> Uh, beautiful work on this, by the way, Jan. Um, did so now that well, at he, least you know what though you never did. Let's work flash forward. At least we did. We got Meg made, which was nice. <laughs> you never did work with him. So then, can you you feel like you can go back on your apology? No, I don't need to. I mean, time has been very you know things have settled. But I, we actually had a great working relationship from there on. So yeah, I mean, we didn't get the movie made. Um, so they go to Japan mm-hmm. and they meet the. Uh, who they believe are the uh, J- Japanese officers on the plane, and they relinquish their quarry to hand this bad guy over, yeah. right? To hand the um... and then seconds later, the real police arrive, and don't they look silly? <laughs> yeah, they fuck up immediately when they yep. get to Osaka, right? Is that where the this takes place? I think Osaka, Japan. Sure, I'll zoom in. It's in Japan. It's one of those d- dumb Japanese cities. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, they they immediately hand the bad guy over to more bad guys not realizing that the that they're doing the wrong thing they celebrate like they get their luggage like we did good today let's go party they talk about penetrating a bunch of geishas they do say that yes and then the real cops show up and michael douglas flips his lid (laughs) runs back through the airplane uh trying to stop uh the bad guys but they're getting away in a little cute car yeah they're gone it is so hard to look tough with like a little tiny revolver too he's Always shoving revolvers in people. Oh, Michael Douglas? Yeah, always trying to look tough with one. It's, <laughs> it's hard. Even when he has two in the meatpacking district, yeah. doesn't, doesn't he, look too tough. He is um, degunned, though, early in this film. When they get to Japan and he starts working because the cops are ripping him, and, and he's like, I need to, this is my guy, I need to track him down. The, the cops begrudgingly agree yeah. that he can, but he, they cannot have guns. So they, they take their guns from him and, you know, they neuter them. Mm-hmm. Basically, and then they they pair him with the detective. Yes, who's great. He Maz. Is, his name's Maz. Which this. I was or, I, I I didn't know this. I just read it for the first time today. Mm-hmm. 
that he learned his entire line, all of his lines phonetically. He did not know a lick of English. That's amazing because he Michael delivers Douglas? English. No, the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Takakura. Yeah. And he, that's a great performance. Yes. And it's phonetic, which blows my mind. No, he's very good in this. Which makes me feel bad when I try to order food at restaurants because I can't even get that. He's kind of the heart of this film. Andy Garcia a little bit too, but he's... He's the head. He's the head of the film. <laughs> but he, uh, you, he, you know, Michael Douglas is just a grump throughout this film. And... And uh, you know, Maz, his character is is kind of a sweet, you know, trying to buy the book cop, but trying to do right, kind of shaming Michael Douglas for being corrupt at certain points. Michael Douglas taking it like he's like his dad's talking down to him, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, setting him straight. I think uh, they have a good relationship. I think they have a they have a cute uh, rapport. I think in this, those two, Michael Douglas and and him and Garcia too. Great Garcia's together. great. Yeah. yeah, he's just not in it a lot. <laughs> Why? He loses. He. Uh, I don't. I love. I love the scene where they're getting scolded by the commissioner. First of all, they get they get scolded twice, thinking that the people don't speak English. Yeah. And then they get scolded. But the part where he's like, "This is an insurance document." <laughs> they're so mad. At Makes them. me so happy. And I love that Andy Garcia keeps trying to Michael Douglas. He just keeps, you know, grumping his way through the movie. Doesn't care who can understand him. And Andy Garcia is always trying to. To, to translate and yeah. he doesn't speak he's Japanese. translating the slang most of the time yeah but he's like trying to like hand jobs and yeah motion to people what yeah. he means it's pretty great um yeah I don't know oh I don't know um oh so in that fight at the beginning when they're in the meat um you know the meat locker or whatever the meat packing district let's yeah, get but, it straight I'm, but the, the cold part where the meat swings okay Michael Douglas gets uh, a plastic bag over his head, gets punched, almost stabbed. But he gets cut in the eye. Yeah, he gets cut know. in the eye. Yeah, and so then when they uh, take when he at the end of that scene, he's got this like line of blood down his face. It's super cool. Like it looks, yeah. looks nice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a cool. You don't agree? So you guys out there, Justin is motioning to his head up. Yeah, from the forehead to the yeah. chin. Please tell me this is going somewhere that we didn't re- go back in time to talk about that so you could do a visual cue for the audience <laughs> it's got a line of blood <laughs> and he just looks he just looks uh like a bat like finally michael douglas looks pretty like he you know he thought he looked pretty cool it's almost like uh it's a uh, chinatown like you whenever because yeah. you got the at the rest of the movie he's got a little pe- like a little uh what do they call that bandage or butterfly bandage over his yeah. little head wound but the guy didn't slice him he just had his period so oh. it's weird. It is weird. Robots have periods. How do you feel about um, the how fact? Do you, how what? do you feel about me going back to the airplane ride with the bad guy when he does the he takes a cup of coffee while hand, a sip of coffee while he's handcuffed? He, that is adorable. He has a nice little sip. Yeah, yeah. Did you write that note down? I did. Huh? I, it's a handcuffed sip. I put. But <laughs> that whole plane ride, the bad guy's between Andy Garcia and Michael Douglas, and Michael Douglas is playing solitaire. Yeah, and the bad guy's basically. <laughs> side-eyeing his solitaire skills. Well, because like, he's cheating in solitaire. <laughs> he caught Cochran. <laughs> he caught. He catches him cheating. At solitaire. Yeah. And you think that would be the one good, the thing he'd be the best at because he's a loner. Yeah. You know? So is his bike. Oh. Is, yeah. Lives in an apartment he's a, he's by himself. Yeah. Divorcee. Yeah. Playing solitaire. Can't, doesn't have a friend. He's got Garcia. Garcia likes him, but they're not 
you know, they you know, it's a one sided relationship. Uh, do you see the face he makes when Garcia dies? It's more than like. <laughs> um, here's something that disturbed me. Yeah. So they okay. So the bad guy gets away, mm-hmm. and now they have got to play catch up. Uh, but later on in the film, they get a tip about the hideout. They go, they bust a hideout. They do. Do you see what those bad guys be drinking? What? Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light, not Asahi, not Height. Fucking Bud Light. That that took me out of the movie for a while. I don't think you need. I'm name, still out of the movie. You don't need a name drop Height. <laughs> you drank I, that on the I old drank podcast it once. Yeah. But that's another. That's like the number two Japanese beer, right? Is it? There's like is it Zingtao or whatever it's called. That's that. Is that Japanese? I know that Asahi is a big one. Sapporo, Sapporo. Like, but that's those are all American beers. Who knows what the you know those American well every Japanese beers the Japanese available over here owns the best American beverages. Period. So let me zoom in. They own everything. Mm-hmm. They killed it. They bought somebody else recently, right? Then they buy. They bought Rabbit Hole. Um, how do you feel about the the fact that Michael Douglas calls everybody suits in this? Everybody's a suit. Like that's his big insult. He's calling everybody a suit. He's calling the IA people a suit. He calls the boss of the Japanese people a suit. He calls our boy a suit when he's not playing. But everybody's a suit. Yeah, he's deluded. He doesn't like the suits because they're breathing down his neck, and he's just trying to be a good a good cop. But he's not a good cop. But you got to take you got to take money sometimes because you know. Sometimes you got it. Yeah, you, you got to go to the enough Phillies. by the yeah. man, so you have to skim a little off the top. There's nothing wrong with that. No, nah, I mean, no, nah, nobody's getting hurt. Just because his buddies take a little scratch doesn't mean they're immoral, horrible people. Right. The drug dealers are worse that they're taking from. That's Michael Douglas's. See, story. I think this movie is a big, le- a big lesson for Mister Nick Conklin because mm-hmm. he is a dog shit cop. <laughs> He's a dog shit cop, and maybe the suits have a point. I think that's one of the things. Is like this is this film is. You want to get like criterion about it? This is about embracing the system, fitting in. He never embraces the system. At the end, no he 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 tries to corrupt Maz. No, he doesn't. End. That's not what he's doing. He slides him the plate. That's bro. not what he's. Do- that's not what that's about. Yes, it is. No, it's not. What do you think it is? He's given the evidence. He's given the evidence to take to the home base. Did you not listen to his whole speech? Did uh, you wh- not listen to his whole speech to Maz before he gives him the plate? Yeah, he, he says- was saying that because he was feeding. Maz's suspicion about him but he had never planned on being a corrupt individual and he uh, wasn't trying to set Maz up to be corrupt that's not what happened oh, I thought he was, I, no, thought he was no, no. I thought he was saying you could make your, you don't have to cause no, he's feeding the myth he's feeding the myth uh, and then he, then he purged the myth okay I get it he's a clean man so on I'm dumb. they made Black Rain 2 he's clean as shit it's a whistle okay yep so Andy Garcia gets a cute little ear kiss in this he's in a club <laughs> and he's surrounded by um these uh, young uh, women hookers and, uh, hookers i mean it's not they never say that they're prostitutes but there's this acute little uh, andy garcia is talking to maz and he gets a cute or maybe michael douglas he gets a cute little peck on the ear it's very cute don't you think yeah. so yep you didn't see it i didn't see it because i don't look for that <laughs> why it's our movie microscope did you see all the in. other shit in that scene there were so many things to look at right the, the little umbrella and maz's drink the, the the side eyes that Nick Conklin was giving him the whole time he was he was giving the fucking coldest shoulder. Speaking of cold shoulders, Garcia shortly after. Did you see that? Um, what do you think of the karaoke scene? So Garcia gets up. There's a, they're in a club, and he does some karaoke. I mean, it's fine. He pulls. He's Maz not a good up, singer, up but stage with him. But he does. But it Maz with, is hilarious. He does it without a mic. He sings loud enough. He doesn't need a mic, which is he, they get in front of the mic later. Still, 
and then Mike is his partner. So it works out. By the uh, way, I wrote Mike Rain instead of Black Rain, not intentionally, as the, on my notes. So then after he does a, he gets the crowd uh, on their feet, and he's just charismatic as all get out. He's a hype man. And the karaoke club, he immediately gets decapitated afterwards. <laughs> What'd you think of that? It's the it's like the famous scene from this movie. Uh, I love it. It's sad. Um, he it's, uh, it's handled great though. It's a great <laughs> scene. This whole film is so well shot mm-hmm. and such a so much mood. I think I think it's. I I obviously you're not as enamored, but I, I do like it. It's, but it's a it's just so wonderful. I did enjoy it. Um, so Andy Garcia. And Michael Douglas are walking back to their hotel after this, uh, after the this late late night at the club. This is a this is a follow up. There's a pr- an earlier scene where mm-hmm. they get they get they surrounded the, by motorcycles right. and they get teased. And Gandy Garcia says to the guys that are surrounding him, he goes, "What? What?" Doesn't understand why they're getting yeah. uh, they're getting surrounded by motorcycles. Later, a uh, guy on a motorcycle he he does this thing with Michael Douglas where he holds his coat a out, matador, like a matador. Michael Douglas then zooms through on his motorcycle. He tries that to a baddie. Yeah. The guy grabs his coat. Yep. And Andy Garcia doesn't like that. He chases him. Yeah. Was that a good choice? It wasn't. What happens? It wasn't. It moves the plot along. What happens? It he chases him because his passport's in the coat right. pocket. And then he chases him into a, 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 sa- a safe zone. Oh. No? Opposite. No. Oh. Not no. safe? Mm-mm. It's a dangerous zone? <laughs> and Mr. Douglas is forced to watch through metal bars yeah, as he, fucking as his partner is injured. Yeah, he at first he Andy Garcia starts chasing the motorcycle on foot and he's like, Come on, he's like annoyed. But the guy he, goes, I love when the guy goes, Fuck you Yeah. But then and then he chases after him and he's he's behind. And so by the time Andy Garcia's in trouble, he doesn't know where they are, he has to follow the noise of the motorcycles and he follows it to a like he's behind a barrier yeah. he can't get to Andy Garcia in time to save him from being uh, decapitated oh, gets, is that what happens no, I didn't gets, know he died he gets uh, he gets stabbed a couple times and then he gets stabbed uh, completely <laughs> gets stabbed very hard to completion <laughs> yeah. he, he, li- he lives he looks so sad, like right before it happens. Too. Well, yeah, he's bummed. I think it's you know. Acceptance. He looks at he looks at uh at Michael Douglas right before he dies, and he's like, "Fuck, it's yeah. the last thing I want to see." Yeah. The guy that he's like, he tells the guy, he's like, "Wait a minute, I could file for a new passport. I apologize." He dies looking at Michael Douglas's mullet. <laughs> that is a strange. Um, uh, can we zoom in? Huh? How old was he? He's twenty eight. Twenty eight when he left. Um. Is this anything? More like Andy Head See Ya. <laughs> Pretty good. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Separated from Nick and then separated from Nick. It's <laughs> better. <laughs> dick. You dick. <laughs> um so then Michael Douglas makes a face on a bridge. He uh they he does. He's look at, <laughs> he looks he's on a bridge. Kate Capshaw Kate Capshaw who plays a um Madam. Uh, yeah, she's she's in, works the club and she's got some intel. Michael Douglas uh, zooms in on her and you know interrogates her. Um, but he, he, he wants that ass. Yeah, he he's attracted to her. I don't. She does not seem that attracted to him. But uh, she comes for some reason to his like after this happens, he's on a bridge, mm-hmm. uh, bumming out, 
yeah. and then there's a um, homeless man kind of trying to beg him for money, and it's Magadogas is not responding. Right. Kick so she, so she buys him out. Yeah, she gives him money and then and leads Michael Douglas back to her apartment where yeah. he sits on but a chair and bums out. hiding in the shadows watching Maz. Mm-hmm. Movie would have been a lot shorter if they just got shit handled then. So, yeah, he's then he decides he's going to, he needs to end this. He needs to uh, kill uh, this bad guy. I think his name, what is his name? Sato? Sato. 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 Um, because he's holding a thermal detonator. And uh, uh, he goes to the, the the Bud Light hideout again, and yeah. completely just Fuck. has a, just wrecks it. It's actually the most violent scene in the movie. Yeah, he kicks that city's ass. But he does something very strange, I, th- I think, in it. So he he's he said he's got to find something. He, he he's looking for something that that you know in this hideout, and he starts to you know as you would do all the boring stuff. He kicks cabinets and you you know, you dishes you. You, you, you fling them off the whatever you Throws swipe broom, them off the shelves. Stabs the wall with a broom. That's what I'm talking about. That's the weirdest thing. So then he topples shelves, and all of a sudden he picks up a broom and he like throws it handle first at the wall and it sticks. Yeah, like a dart. Mm-hmm. You don't like it? I love it. It's impressive, oh, don't okay. you think? Yeah, that's actually the first thing he does. But I wonder if it was. It's not the first thing he does. It's just about the first. He does it, it right at really? the beginning of that scene, yeah. He he, he pierces the they wall. They kick off with the and, broom dart. Yeah, he he, he 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 sweeps a bunch of, he uses the broom to sweep a bunch of pots off the shelf, uh-huh. and he's furious. He looks around, and, he, and he, then he throws the broom in the wall, and then he fucks the entire apartment to death. By the way, huh? we could have changed the name. What's that? Black Rain would have sponsored this one. Broom wall. <laughs> you know? Could it's change true. it to broom wall. Yeah. You're saying that was one of the first actions he took in that place? Yeah. Broom gets damaged do you right think, away. Do you think that was a – they had that set up, or do you think that was a mistake? Like Michael Douglas threw it that hard, or whoever did threw it that hard, and it stuck on the wall. I think Do you think was, Ridley's behind the camera is like, take 50? No, I think he's – Stick pr- that broom in the wall. There, the, Everything's ready. All, all the grips are – everybody's in place. He's prowling around that set getting ready. And, and you could tell Ridley's like, uh-oh, uh-huh. what the fuck is going on in this – in this Shakespearean actor's head and Douglas says roll with me get this camera behind me I got something and then he nailed it took him 81 takes <laughs> do you know that uh, they almost got it but he did bristles first and it stuck that way yeah like, that was the original title of the film <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about the people that almost were chosen to star in this film there is a laundry list of people that were gonna be in this movie before they got to Douglas yeah Oh, I know one of them was Harrison Ford. Yeah, but this list is insane. Okay. And there's some that make a ton of sense and some that'll make you want to scratch your asshole. Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. I get it. Peter Weller, maybe. Pat Swayze, yeah, I get it. Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Kurt Russell, Jeff Bridges, Costner, Willem Dafoe, Richard Dreyfus, Mel Gibson, Richard Dreyfus, by the way, <laughs> Michael Keaton. Here's where it goes a little south. Michael Norrie. Oh, Ron Perlman. Interesting. That's before Ridley stepped on board, probably. Maybe this got kicked up to, because at one point Paul Verhoeven was attached to direct yeah. this. So maybe this got kicked up. That's when the title wasn't Black Rain, it was Red Light. Because that film wasn't getting me. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying that you think that maybe it was started out as like kind of a, 
uh, lower tier budgeted movie until Ridley stepped aboard. He's like, yeah, but Ridley was writing a swell of failures. It's true. And this wasn't a huge hit, but it was it sort of righted the ship a little. I mean, bit. it start his string of failures until it started started with Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. That's the failure. Yeah, but then he did that one, Louise, and everything was cool. Yeah, I love I love uh, this is and this is his first time with Hans Zimmer, which became a, a romance. Mm-hmm. And I love the, the music in this film is one of the key moment, the key parts of it. I think the music is spot on. Ubi- it's very, it's very, very. You talking about because there's a UB40 song in this? <laughs> yes. It's very tied to the era, but it fits perfectly. Mm-hmm. And that Greg Allman song is just nails. You didn't even talk about the double tie. Well, well, we have time. Go back and talk. You loved it. No, I didn't. I, I brought did. it up. But I didn't love it. It wasn't worth a note. Andy Garcia, before he gets he gifts, he gifts a tie. He gives he gives Maz his tie. He says, "My, your your tie sucks. Here's my tie." Basically, that's what they're saying. Yeah. And then Maz wears two ties. Yeah. It's very cute. Top shelf, or something like top that. Top shelf, yeah. yeah. And it's not a great tie. It's a, it might have been an '88 though. Yeah. He's very. That's his a, a trait of his character. He's very stylish. He, he's into fashion. He says yeah. something early on about the eighties shoe, ladies. Bostonian into, shoes, which was cute. Yeah, eighties ladies are into shoes or something. But um, Bostonian, I never thought of that as like a high. That's in the mall. I mean, that, how how fancy pants is that? What did you think of the scene where Michael Douglas almost gets uh, dropped off of a double decker driving golf driving range? I love it. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of all those kinds of scenes. Have you ever played? I know you've done a lot of golf, and I'm sure you've done a lot of driving ranges. Have you ever done like a double? Du- you've top I've done golf top, yeah, it. top golf. I've done the third, the third level. It's scary sometimes when you when you like when the when it's a little it's been raining, mm-hmm. a little slippery up there. It's scary. I was there when somebody fell into one of the nets, so it's, it's like just, fell off. They fell, but there's a net to catch you. Yeah. Was it they? Do you think they just fell for fun? No, they were scared to death. Did they scream? No. Did they get hurt? No. Hmm. Drunk. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but it's good because she hasn't had work in a long time, so it's nice to see her getting work. Who? Annette O'Toole. It's pretty good. Um, I forgot that this movie has a noodle lesson in it. Michael McKean's wife. For reals? Zoom in. I like her. I do too. I like him. Yeah, he's rock solid. Can't wait to see what he's like on the new Saul. I think that's right. Is was she Annette O'Toole? Was she in uh, Superman? It? No, wait. Oh, the old it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's her. Any relation to Peter? I don't think so. Okay. She came out of one. Jeez. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets taught how to eat, to eat noodles in this, so I love that. That's a, like a nice little bonding sequence between him and Maz after Garcia is shuffled away. Yeah, they're, they're eating together. They're They're on a stakeout. Yeah. They're eating noodles. Yeah. Well, they tr- so at this lair, mm-hmm. he discovers a sequin. When he's when all hope is lost, he finds a clue. Yeah, and Maz is like, you're not going to find anything. You've destroyed this whole and place. And then instantly he finds something. Then he sees this. A sequin. It looks like, I thought it looked like um, Othello pieces. Like, what do they call it? Go. Yeah. Look like Go, a little bit like Go. Othello. Othello but Go is smaller, more rock-sized. Oh, okay. Othello but it was funny because like I got a flashback to Blade Runner because I said, is that Zora? Because remember when her scales in Blade Runner... That's what it reminded me of. I wonder if it's yeah. a callback. Oh, I'm sure. Let's ask Ridley, friend of the show. Um, Ridley. That's Scott. A, that's not a name that you hear, Ridley. Not a lot of Not people, as a first name. No, you don't. Yeah. Farrah Fawcett Ridley for a while. A <laughs> couple of years. But, uh, I mean, 
are people naming their kid because people name their kids after like Anakin Skywalker and all well, the name people name their kid after dumbest shit now Daenerys but did they name their kids after D- Ridley there's, there's got to be some tykes running around a lot of people are naming their kids after an like an action like like Hunter or Chase you know yeah of course I know okay yeah you know like uh, Quarry Pinion. Those are actions? Transforming. <laughs> you ever you've met my cousin Pivot? <laughs> yeah, so he learns how to eat noodles. And <laughs> a cute lady helps. And he slurps that shit up. Yeah, she like it looks like she at least yeah, either I, owns or, or works there. And she and she tells him how to use chopsticks. This he movie know. made Justin a little hungry. I, did, I, I was hungry. I didn't eat dinner tonight. So he got a little... I got a little peckish. I, I went into your fridge and got your hummus out. Yeah. This is a perfect movie to eat hummus to. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. We should recommend food pairings for these films. Could be a new thing. Yeah. Maybe we can get rid of the tattoos and put the moot the food pairings in. Oh, but I think our I think our fans would riot. Yeah, they would. They would lose their business. Um So Michael Douglas looking fucking rough in this movie. <laughs> he is looking rough. At the end, they clean him up, and he still looks super rough. He, he is. Uh, it looked like he he hadn't slept for days. Like he he got he just his hair. He's got stubble. He uh, his hair's like a I don't know like a lion. He's got like a of. little chicken neck. Yeah, his clothes are strange. Yeah, his clothes aren't strange. He's not bit. like William Elk strange. No, 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 not that bad. No, but he's. The thing is, he owns it. I mean, this was before Basic Instinct. He, you know, he turned it around. Like, I mean, obviously, Wall Street won the Oscar. It was a huge, you know, role for him. But I like this. I like this gritty Mike. I wonder if um, I if we're ever gonna do Basic Instinct because I just I want to I want to we'll get it. because the any movie where he plays Nick we have to do. Is he Nick? Yeah. That? It's just that the stories behind that where he get when he got plastic surgery. Because he didn't want to look too old with Sharon Stone is incredible to me. Did that happen? Yes, I think it did happen. Gossip Maven. And you know what? Embarrassing. It worked. Oh, yeah. He looks so young in that. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas is one of the... I mean, yes, he's he's a product of nepotism, but he's a... I love that he slithers through the cinema for decades. <laughs> well, can I, mind if I drop this? Yeah. Hashtag Kaminsky method. Yeah, he Are won you, a, an award. I'm sure he did. That's because he's doing TV. It's Netflix. It's not really TV. And are, are you doing? Are you uh, a fan? I tried to watch the first episode. Alan Arkin, as mm-hmm. well. Yep. Also got plastic surgery to look younger for Sharon Stone film. Yeah, which yeah. one? <laughs> Mosaic. Can, can you imagine? Know. How many times do you think in Hollywood somebody has been in a rush on the phone or bad cell reception, and they they need Alan Arkin and Ellen Barkin shows up? <laughs> what the fuck? And she's thrilled; she's got a job, right? And they're like, "No, no, this, you heard me wrong." She's like, "I was wondering why I had a real paycheck." Alan Arkin, she's somehow. killing it right now in Animal Planet or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Kingdom. Alan Arkin somehow. Still killing it. And yeah. he's got to be 80. He's got to be up there. He's vital, though. He's, it's a, he's one of those few guys that's managed to um, finally crest his son's success. 
Adam Arkin. <laughs> yeah. Um, also Adam- confused for Ellen Barkin. Um, so he is corrupt. He, he confesses at the noodle lesson. He, co- he confesses to Maz that he's a corrupt individual, which I love. I, I love the too. fact that our hero admits to being corrupt, and it's not. There's, it's just part of the tapestry of the story. Right. I but, mean, we kind of know he is from the beginning because he's so slimy mm-hmm. and because it's Michael Douglas. Right. But I like that. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, that's right. It's an element to his, like in Basic Instinct, he's got some shadiness to his character too. Like he Shooter. Yeah. So there's that's a that's a I guess he likes to play a troubled he always like a that's, dark individual that's his thing fatal attraction I mean he's always been that slime ball yeah Gordon Gecko you know of course yeah yeah his parenting of his kids what's Did, a nice like Michael Douglas role like what's like a a role where he's that, a sweetie where he's not like a like a cynical War of the Roses no shit yeah where he's what a, where he's a sweet- the stu- oh shit where he's a sweetie. Is it? Has he ever been a sweetie on film? Solitary? No. Shit. Sweets of San Francisco. Shit. Let me look. When's he a sweetheart? Let's my, look. Let's my. try to find it. If he is, maybe he has an animated. traffic. Shit. <laughs> he might play the same character in every film. There are variations <laughs> on a theme for sure, but he's got a brand. He never had his star man. You know, he had his. He never had his like Spielbergian. Sweetheart movie. Oh, you know what? What? Um, he is kind of a well falling down. Hank no. Pym. Hank Pym is kind of a sweet, but he's got a, no. But he's kind of a sweetie, right? Am I right? Does he ever play like a sweetheart though? Like a like a he was in America's Sweethearts, wasn't he? I don't know. I'm looking, looking. Haywire. <laughs> Shit. Um. Maybe you, me, and Dupree. That might have been the one time he diverted. I mean, certainly not one night. Wonder Boys. Wonder Boys. That's definitely a different role for him. That's a good call. <laughs> the game. He doesn't. He does not deviate. No. <laughs> he is locked in on a. So he must be like that in real life. But Kaminsky is a comedy, so I guess he must be. I don't know. This is he. Is he a toughie in that? I'm sure he's an ass. I'm sure he's a cynical asshole. It's That's a Chuck Lorre thing, isn't it? I think it's a Chuck Lorre. So, yeah, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be douche. So uh, the villain, um, who is amazing, uh, super charismatic in this, very weird. John Woo must have taken severe notes watching this movie. Granted, John Woo was already in circulation by the yeah, time this was made. He was. But th- this is... Maybe they. I think this movie might have been taken a page from John Woo a little bit. I don't think he was... I mean, yeah, of course, everybody rips from everybody. But there is some. there's a polish to this that I think... He had uh, had eluded him. The, There's a John Woo moment where this guy's in slow motion in front of an explosion in this. Yeah. So that's like when Ken Takakura shoots those guys and they explode. Mm-hmm. That's totally Woo. Uh, the bad guy, you the the Yusuku Matsuda, the the guy that plays this um, kind of charismatic and insane bad guy. That's that every scene he's in, he's got he's he's great. He's a, he's a, he's out of his mind. The sad part about this movie from the trivia which you read as well, I think, is that he had was diagnosed with bladder cancer before he began shooting this, hit it and it, against the doctor's orders, um who said he shouldn't be in the movie and should go seek treatment. He didn't do that. And then uh just you know, he died because like he, Yeah. See, I thought in my and memory, really Scott I, didn't know. Like nobody knew he, that he was. He sick. told him. He told him at the end. 
I think he told him after it was over. Yeah. yeah. And then really found out after he died that he was dying. Yeah. Um, but he's great in this. He's super great in this, and he's he's one of the most memorable villains of that period. He's he's awesome. Well, I mean, I'm, I, you can't never know, but I'm sure he was excited to be in a film like this. I mean, it must have been, you know, that's what you know informed his decision. It's too bad, but he is certainly great in this. Um, yeah. Could have been. Is a moment where he does this. Like that's the thing is he he actually does cool shit like in this movie. Whereas Michael Douglas doesn't ever look cool. <laughs> he his bad guy is kind of effortlessly cool, and he has a scene where he takes off his coat and just slams it on a car hood, <laughs> just casually, kind of just like whips it on the car hood. Car hood, and I'm like that. You know what he does? He's cool. got a little. He does a little burnthal in this actually. Look away from the camera. Type he does stuff. a lot of burnthaling in this. Yeah. yeah. Well, he does. A, he does a lot of big eyes in this. Like he'll he'll open his eyes like crazy wide on purpose like yeah but he's also just has a shitty grin that's like actually a symptom of bladder cancer God, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> zoom in <laughs> he uh yeah he's great he's 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 having the time of his la- the last time of his life he's having the time of his life in this and i i think it's great because when you have a villain when there's very little dialogue yeah because half the people don't know each other's language for the most part right and when he does speak english it's delightful here I am, Nick. That's oh, yeah, so he, great. He does. He doesn't speak English almost at all. Almost as close as when Charlie died. Yeah. So good. So warm. He's a great actor, and and Ken Takakura kills it. He's great. Like I said, and the yeah. guy who plays the commissioner, it. the Kurtwood Smith lookalike. He's fantastic. Yeah, you dubbed him the Japanese Kurtwood Smith. I did. Yeah. Because he's got you know, he's got Modoc head. <laughs> Got a big forehead. Anyway, that that's that all came from my note. Coat on car. <laughs> um, I love the fact. Uh, so the bad guy then, like he he uh, double crosses the other bad guys. They're he great. does, but I love that there's a like Nick and uh, Maz. You know, they go on the prowl. They fall into this smelting facility, uh-huh. and they're uh, they there's a you know a meeting between the the old Obu. What do they call it? A uh, Oyabun. And his, and then our 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 villain, and they think they're going to kick their ass, right? And then they fail at that as well. Like our dude gets away again, he and does. then they get busted. And Douglas is ushered back to the states, but it's great because Maz is bashful. <laughs> Douglas goes, "We kicked ass." That's right. He says he tells him that we kicked ass. Right, right. Never. Right. Ha- I don't think that's ever been said in an action film where somebody. Is acknowledging He's that proud they of it. Ass, they kicked yeah. ass. Yeah, I don't know how much the ass they really kicked because that was before he says that to him. Doesn't he say that to him before when he's trying to pull him back into action? No, this after they they, the they shoot like three people. Okay, he shoots a guy who explodes in our motorcycle. I think this is before that. No, I think you're it's, misremembering. I, shit, I think it's whenever Michael Douglas says he gets sent home, but he he jumps off the plane. Nope, goes back it's, to the park. Because the, the note follows after "Here I am, Nick," and before the old muddy shotgun. Really? Yeah. God, I just saw it. Yeah. I'm so old. Hey, um, they have a scene in this one. The bad guys say, we'll, we'll toast our truce. It's like a ritual. We'll yeah. toast our truce. Um, but I was confused because I didn't there was, I didn't see any bread. Yep. Zoom in. <laughs> I killed it. That's my last note. <laughs> well, it's good to end on a winner. Um, no, because uh, so Conquering goes he is sent back to, to america with his hat in his hand 
He does. Yeah. Sitting on the plane, scheming, sees a uh, coffin going up the conveyor belt. What on earth could be in there? Oh, Andy Garcia. This yeah. is this is like midway through. Method the actor too. That was him in the coffin. Um, and he sneaks out of the plane by hiding in the little yeah. the dumb the dumb waiter. The lazy like a little dumb waiter yeah. goes to the yeah the cargo hold. There's a great shot of of we see a little bit of Mike descending and then the girl closes the door. Yeah, it's she, adorable he, shot. He like is peeking out of the. He's like, I hope I don't get caught. Like he's like, it's almost like he's got his. Hide and then and he hauls ass in public through right. the tarmac. Does yeah. not get caught. Got his hide and seek face on. Yeah. That's what he looks like. I bet that's what he looked like as a kid when he was hide and seek. When he was doing hide and seek. Yeah. You think? Do you ever think of him playing hide and seek? I do. I have more often than I care to admit. Yeah, me too. Yeah. He's successful in my in my imagination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not so, not so good at seeking, maybe, but good at hiding. And, and meanwhile, Kirk is like, "I need to leave. Show yourself, Michael Douglas." We did a Kirk Douglas film recently, The Fury. We did. Love him. And Kirk is still still roaming, up. still kicking up, still gently bumping along life's corridors. I wonder if you get so old sometimes that you start going young. You never know. No one's maybe no one's ever got that, that old. His his days are different now though. Like they consist of muffled sounds, pudding, and just squeaky wheels. Hey, Michael, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the catering is like on a Kaminsky method. <laughs> I love. Okay, so he sneaks back. He uh, he tries to revisit our boy Maz. You're you're like you're you're jumping around. We, no, we he goes talking about a, the end. He goes to his apartment. Yeah, so this is midway through the movie. No, we this already, is in the last act. Yeah, we talked we talked about the end already, though, didn't we? No, I thought we were talking. I thought we did talk about the end. No, that's the smelting factory. We're not at the uh, at the Napa Valley. Okay, fair uh, enough. So, I was talking about the end. Oh. Go ahead. No, but it's it, there's a nice little scene where he goes back to visit Maz, and we see his son who's pissed off at him. Mm-hmm. They have a sweater battle. Yeah, they're trying to see. Douglas him. is wearing a sweater. Maz is wearing a sweater. It's a matter of who could blow who off the screen. Right. Who wins? Uh, I, I believe that Maz is wearing like a cardigan. And it's like hanging low. Yeah, and that's really old manager. Michael Douglas has a turtleneck sweater. He's trying to look cool. Leather jacket. And um, I'd say Maz wins anyway, though. Yeah. Because he's a he was a charismatic individual himself. Um, Do you think that's the title on the DVD chapter sweater battle? <laughs> the, the chapter title. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that it might be a stretch. You mentioned the the golf the driving range sequence, I which did. is where he goes after to try to get good with the with the Oyabun the the old man. I keep saying Oyabun the whole time. I will. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I remember it from the Kitty Pride versus Wolverine miniseries too. Um, so he tries to. I, that's the least believable part of this film is where that mob leader will let Michael Douglas go hang out with him and scheme and plot and all that shit. Well, he's saying that you got nothing to lose if you go with me. I just want to kill this guy. I don't care about what you're. I don't care about the crime that you're committing. I just want to kill the bad, the baddest guy. Yeah. Okay. And then um, they give him the old muddy shotgun. They do. They, they throw him a there's probably extra. They sh- I didn't need to see him pick up every shell on the off the mud. <laughs> I didn't need it all. I, I have to say, he does look like he's having a blast in those scenes. <laughs> Who Douglas shooting that shotgun? Oh, I think he meant picking up the shells. Having, he looks, a, having he, a blast. Hmm. So that gun. IMDb trivia tells us they ran out of uh, financing to shoot in Japan, so they shot this last climax over in Napa Valley. That's how they got Ali Ong in the film. It looks like Napa Valley. It is. Yeah, that's why it looks like it. 
<laughs> yeah. They ran out of financing to shoot in Japan. Yeah, they, the permits. Ridley Scott's never. He said he's never shooting in Japan again because it was so much, so much red tape. Brown wall. So much red tape. So much bureaucracy to get to permits to film. You know this and that. He's he. You're telling me that he cold shouldered Japan for the rest of his life. Yeah. And if you think back, has he done any more Japanese films? Super brown wall. Has he? I don't know, man. Has he done anything after this? I can't remember. Really? Good. Did He's they made shoot two films while we've been recording this? <laughs> Did they shoot Prometheus in Japan? <laughs> I can't. Remember. Prometheus is a pretty movie. Oh, that's yeah. Pretty shitty. Damning praise. But um, it is actually a very nice looking film. So, do you like the? Um, do you like little inside baseball during the shotgun scene where you see the hanging laundry? You see the little target where they're supposed to shoot I did see it pretty cool yeah he shoots the sheets in this he does he does the bad guy precursor to basic instinct (laughs) (laughs) the bad guy tries to escape and uh, Sato tries to escape through laundry through hanging sheets so Michael Douglas shoots the sheets yeah but Nick says it's rigged you can tell it's rigged to explode yeah you can see the little circle where the charges have been placed I've never. I wished that would. That would be great if that was your job to rig the sheets with a, uh, yeah, with a explosive. Yeah. But yeah, it looks. <laughs> Wait, that took you out of the film. It it did. It did. And he, also the scene where the lens gets splattered with mud twice. That took me out of the film a little bit too. Uh, what if? That's that. Just now, I'm not going to be able to go to sleep tonight. What if the sheets are rigged? You know, that's the yeah. new thing I got to worry about. Yep. It's all this. <laughs> if you start to hear a Dave Grusin sax solo, get the fuck out. Exploding sheets. That's when I didn't the, know it was an option. Music that plays when Riggs is in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> With Patsy Kinzet. Yeah. Or, Vic- or Victoria Lynn. Riggs is love life, by the way. Or Victoria Lynn in the past. That's yeah. It's dead wife. And Patsy Kinza doesn't make it either. She does not. She does. She does not swim well. No, that scene surprised me. I was shocked as well. Yeah, because first of all, the the sex scene's a little bit explicit between and Riggs and and my, and uh, Mel Gibson's doing a lot of the work. Like he's he's trying to show you that Riggs is like a very uh, energetic lover. It's like too much. Yeah, like, I don't like when he's like spreading her lips with like the little chopsticks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't need to see. He basically there's a he kind of unhooks from her. It's very strange. what? Yes, it's very odd. <laughs> it's weird. It's like it's like uh, the director of, or uh, what's his face? Richard Donner is probably like enough. Uh, I need to see you dismount, <laughs> Mel Gibson. Um, and this was before Serenity, so he didn't know how. <laughs> and <laughs> and so then. Um, uh, then Patsy Kinza immediately is like drowned, like killed. Like in then Riggs has to dislocate his shoulder to escape, like Houdini, yeah, from the uh, depths, from yeah. the waters. I need to watch that movie again now. I love that movie. I, it's very memorable to me for some reason. I remember a lot of it. We need to watch a super sexy film at some point for this. There's like loads and loads of boning. We already watched Beast Within. <laughs> <laughs> loads of boning. I don't know. What are you talking about? Like, what would we watch? That would be uncomfortable. <laughs> Zoom in to enter the void. 
Um, I guess we could watch. Uh, well, Basic Instinct has it, its share. I mean, that's pretty tame though these days, yeah. don't you think? I saw that in the theater. Like, I think we talked about this before. Um, Nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah. No, it was after that. Ninety-two. Was it ninety-two? Ninety-two or ninety-three? Yeah, it was around then. Can I tell you? I think sex scenes need to go out of movies at this point. Why? There, there is no point for sex scenes in films. Okay, why? They're awful. It's so impossible to nail a tone that is genuine and doesn't take you out of the film. This is a hot take. No, it really is. A, I, I get uncomfortable watching them now. Well, that's because you're a strange prude. I guess I can't. I mean, what 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 what's the last sex scene that, um, well, the, I mean, that you could think of? If in it's the done film? for comedy, it's fine. Like in the long in long shot, there's like a you know play a funny sex scene. But when they try to make it sexy, right, it never works. Like anyway. what? Give me a recent example. Watch 1987 to 2004. Every film. I mean, it's just it doesn't work. You know, like sex and cinema. I I just don't think it's it, okay. And plus, I think part of it too is how readily available. Very explicit shit is. Right. And, like, even the tamest shit is super beyond Thunderdome. So it's like... You don't need it in your You don't need it. And actually, you know... I don't know, man. I guess I don't think about it, but you really have an opinion on it. Well, I guess the only thing I film I could think of that did it recently was Shape of Water, right? Didn't they have a sex scene? Yeah. Yeah. It had had some... Yeah. And she had a diddling scene, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is fine. No, we need more of that. Okay. If you're alone, more of it. I love watching people handle it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, quite a diversion here. Yeah, well, it's Michael Douglas. He brings that out in people. <laughs> he is—he was like the icky, uh, the icky grandparent for a while there. He was the guy. He was the guy that was always just dirty to look at. Yeah. All right. He got it on, man. He was a fucking humper. So you love the. <laughs> <laughs> you love this film. I, I absolutely, unreservedly love this film. Reminded me of uh, Bob Mould, Black Sheets of Rain. There you go. Now, did you did you listen to that, al- that album? I did. That wasn't one of my favorites of his, though. It's his second solo album, I believe. That's pretty good. It's a little harder. It's, I like the stuff with uh, Husker Du and Sugar better than his solo shit. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I kind of agree. I, the first Sugar album is very good. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's let's wrap it up, dude. Yeah. We're I think it's. To... I would say that this is a classic. A I think classic? I think it's a classic. I think it's a wonderful movie, beautiful to look at, firmly entrenched in its era, iconic in a lot of ways, and sort of. In, it's, it, it was sort of a. I think it's more of a kind of a. I don't know. I think it's kind of an important film, ultimately, and it doesn't get the respect it deserves. I don't think at all. I don't. I you know it's funny I think I think all the elements are really great like I really like a lot of it I don't I think the story maybe is maybe what isn't kind of holding it back for me a little bit the story's not that great but everything else is good I like it I don't think it's vacant though like a lot of those those no, no. action films I mean, and, I, and I read on the IMDb trivia that this was the original plot for Beverly Hills Cop two this was I, what Beverly Hills Cop two was going to be yeah that's that's that odd. is bizarre that is bizarre instead they 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 wrote something on a napkin and then filmed it. Yeah, well, Beverly Hills Cup too. Yeah, it's not a dense, not a dense product. I mean, it feels like it could be like, but I guess there'd have to be. 
like where were the comic comedy beats? I guess the culture clash with with uh, Axel Foley. Yeah, that, that's a. I'm glad they didn't do that because yeah. that could have been horrendous. Yeah, I mean, there's. I don't. How do you feel like it handles like like the culture, like Japanese culture in this? Is it well? I mean, is it a very like they portray Americans as what they are, kind of clumsy. At no. one point, the they want to say America's are want to America's only good for movies and music, music. And then they said we build everything, you know this and you yeah, know, he's yeah. like, you know, we're, we're innovate. And then Douglas is like, yeah, but you can't get your head out of your ass. And it, I mean, that's I like that because he does represent the messy American, and, and he does come up against the rigid structure of Japan, and they're both a little wrong, which works. I mean, it's it's cool. Do you think there's some massive stereotyping going on in this movie uh, on the Japanese side of things? I mean, they they do a lot of bowing. I just wonder. And then there's a big probably, certainly probably written by white writers. I imagine they throw the broom through the wall. I mean, there's a lot of that <laughs> shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think it's a wonderful movie. I think it's. I tell you what, I would, I would, al- I always wanted wanted to go to Japan. I've never been there. I would love to go. Still, wild horses couldn't take me to Japan. Why? I have no interest in it. Oh, I'd love to go. Because. You want that's that is a that is a one eighty. That's a that's that's the opposite of what we have. There's so a lot. Li- you, you couldn't you couldn't get by there. I don't think casually. You okay. have to give in or have a guide. Okay. What about why? I just I just like I think you like small electronics. Is that what it is? I just think it like the it just seems like a like uh, Tokyo. Like it seems like a place that would be interesting to just to, to be in. Yeah, I'm sure it would be impressive. Yeah. And the food would be interesting, and you'd see the eyeballs of shit, which is neat. But right. it would be interesting. I just I'm intimidated by how different it is, because I mean, for some reason, of course, yeah, like Prague or whatever, it wasn't intimidating Australia, but it's mm-hmm. it's because it's got more right. overlap. Although everybody speaks English now, we we're the only ones who don't educate ourselves at yeah. this point. Although I, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, you're trying. You're to trying to learn a little Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, yeah. You know if anything? that doesn't work, I'm going to learn how to speak Hatiz. What do you give me? Some Spanish words here. I haven't started yet. Let me hear. Let me hear one. Let me see if I can uh, translate it. All right. Let's see. Vincent Spano. <laughs> it means shorts. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, all right. So another classic in the books. Nailed it. If you oh, where, wonder where this is, is this is streaming anywhere? Do you think it's streaming on any of the services? I don't know. I bought it? the shit out of it. Yeah, you own it. I've owned it forever. I wonder if it's playing like an Amazon Prime. It seems like a movie that's streaming. It seems like a movie you should own. Everyone should own. Yeah. Nobody should rent or okay. stream this dog. You need to own yeah. it. That's how people watch Greg Allman, man. He kills it in that song. Died recently, right? He's dead. Did he pass away? Yeah. Okay. He also, villain in what movie? What movie was he the bad guy? I don't know. Greg Allman? Yeah. It's awesome. One of my... A movie that is not available anywhere. Savannah Smiles. <laughs> That's one of my future polls. Um, no, uh, Rush, the Jason Patrick movie. He's the villain. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's not on any streaming service. I think the rights to that film are in limbo someplace, so I've been dying to see it. Which one? Rush. Not Savannah Smiles? The Lily Finzenhook. I used to have the Savannah Smiles poster. <laughs> You did? I did. What? Yeah. Why? Because it was at a video store. I was super young. And that was like one of six movies that were available on, you know, back then. Yeah, I used to watch that It's like a little girl in a, like sitting there in a, she yeah. got like lighting on her. Yeah, but she, yeah, exactly. But she gets kidnapped by these. Uh, oh, I never movie. seen the film. I just had the poster. 
You never saw it? No. So the premise, the what I can remember, I used to watch it all the time. These guys kidnap her. These guys poor, these poor thieves. They they kidnap her. They're gonna uh, hold her for you know hostage for ransom, but they're not gonna do it. You know, they're they're not that bad of guys. And they fall in love with her. They like her. like sexually. No. Oh. They just uh, she ends up. Warm- you had my interest. She ends up warming. Uh, you know, she ends up winning them over. Yeah. And they, you know, they they. I don't know they be, they probably become they probably turn themselves in at the end or something. That's what happens. But who's such a anybody weird, anybody we know weird in it? premise? I don't know. Does anybody get killed in it? Damn it! I know the actress passed away pretty young though. That was what was her name? I don't know. You're of no use to me. Sort of used to you. Um, all right, so I want to look up Savannah Smiles because I I thought it was just like a coming of age story. I don't realize somebody gets fucking hit in the head with a hairdryer in this film. What's that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Savannah smiles. I'll be fucked. Bridget Anderson. Yeah, somebody I'm, I follow on Twitter was actually talking about that movie recently. Oh, Michael Parks and Peter Graves were in it. Michael Pat, Parks Pat, is in it. Pat I Morita. Love, I love Michael Parks. We have three deads. Parks, Graves, Morita. Dead, dead, dead. And now the girl you tell me is gone. Yeah. That's a fucking sad story. Was her name Savannah in the story? Yep. Of course. She died in... She she was uh, 22 when she left the world. Mm-hmm. 21. Cutie. I think uh, drugs, maybe? Oh, I didn't know that. Why are we talking about this? Oh, my God. But, yeah, that was a, that was like a staple. That's a movie I watched a lot when I was a kid. It's probably on HBO a lot or something. Strange premise. One of those feel-good kidnapping movies, you know? I like it. All right. So, um, what do you want to start? Dealer's choice. It's up to you. All right. So you're uh, you've been inserted into the world of Black Rain. Uh huh. What shape does your appearance take? What? A- Where are you? Where are you in this film? Where do you insert yourself? Don't say Kate Capshaw. I wouldn't. Kate Capshaw not in this movie a lot. No. But she's. She's, uh, Most of her dialogue is about, about Chicago, so that's good. Yeah, he calls he nicknames her Chicago in this. I think she's, I she's was she in movies a lot? No. A little little known secret about her: shitty actress, good to look at, but dog fuck. Yeah, well, she gets she people don't like her performance in Temple of Doom. I, I, I love. I don't her. mind it. Her the, the the anything goes sequence is amazing. Yeah, and she was in Dreamscape too, right? And Space Camp. Okay, I don't remember. Anyway, but Spielberg got in there and took care of it, like so she doesn't have to be she on. Captivated Spielberg. She did. Yeah, he zoomed in. Yeah, threw Irving away. He did. Yeah, Bender. Yeah, he did. Uh, so you're in here. You're in Black Rain. Yes, you're yeah. American, which creates some obstacles. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily true. I can be anything I want. That's what they tell you in school, and then life happens. Well, yeah, I agree with that. A little truth here in the microscope. A little sad truth. That's why we're sitting here doing this. <laughs> you can't be everything. That's true. Well, you're you're doing pretty well for yourself. Oh, I'm killing you're it. You're enjoying yeah. your job. I enjoy my job. Enjoying your life. It's not like I'm going on vacations to exotic places. My vacations involve you and I going to a casino overnight, barely getting you, by. You travel for your job. I travel for my job, but I don't go to... You want to call Huntsville exciting? And then you might go to, to uh, Mexico, right? Or somewhere. Uh, my you, goal is to go to the Dominican for oh, Dominican. work stuff, but 
Okay. The best years of my traveling life were in, are way behind me. Okay. Fair enough. Jesus, fucking, I'm down now. I'm, I'm down. You brought yourself down. It's as sad as I've ever been on the microscope. <laughs> Who would I be in this? Um. Well, I one of the so I would be the character that drives one of those light bright buses in Japan. I'd oh. be the bus driver, and they had those in this movie. They have. Uh, these buses that have these just like it looks like a light bright like these just you know lights swimming across yeah it's very yeah you're dating yourself by cool looking a light bright but that's alright that's alright so that's why I guess I would I think that'd be fun to drive I th- you know and, and especially if you could have control over the lights it's like it's like a Skrillex concert mm-hmm. yeah and uh, yeah that's why I'll do that oh I got nothing I'm a I'm a I'm an early member of TMZ, um, very early on in its life before yeah. the internet was huge or existed, mm-hmm. and I'm a paparazzi in that parking garage, and I get grainy video of Andy Garcia losing it. Okay, and and the entire duration of his hunt to catch catch Saito is me trying to find an outlet to sell that shit to. So we end up next to each other on the plane home. You and Michael Douglas? Yeah, and uh, we're you know we're drinking, we're spilling each other's guts, and uh, he finds out I'm the guy. He kicks the shit out of me. Finds yeah. out well, I he got, does. Michael Douglas in this movie. There's a lot of sucker punches, headbutts in this movie. On planes, he mm-hmm. elbows. Yeah, so I get yeah. the living daylights blasted out of me uh-huh. by Michael Douglas on the plane when he finds out I took video of Andy Garcia. I was I could have saved him. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, there was a third. There was another guy in a motor. I was on a Dayglow motorcycle riding around shooting the videos. So yeah, I don't. But I get the last laugh because he gets arrested when he gets home. I sell that shit. <laughs> I sell that shit. You yeah. rich? I don't, but it gets me through because you know there's always another person to exploit. Actually, the movie Nightcrawler is loosely based on my character. <laughs> um, tattoo. Right. There's a lot of tattoos in this film. A lot of like huge body tattoos. Right. There's a cute one where the the guy has little flowers around his nipples. Did you see that? I didn't see it, but there are a lot of tattoos. A lot of yeah, yeah, very ornate. Well, it's, and probably real. Yeah, body art, dog. Yeah. Right. So you have to put something on you. Well, of course. I mean, there's only one choice for me. Okay. So at the beginning of the movie, Michael Douglas visits his. Um, picks up his kids from his uh, ex his yeah. wife and she's behind a pane of glass and curtains like holding curtains open and he waves to her yeah. and she's like this ghostly image and she kind of sign- you know it looks like she might be waving to him but she also might be flipping him off I don't yeah. know um, so I would get her on the back of my neck get uh, her silhouette through that glass I yeah. guess which is a, a startling image <laughs> I think you have to you have to explain that to a lot of people. I, I wouldn't have to explain it to anybody. Oh. I don't think they they'd know exactly what the reference was. No, because then under it, I would put Michael Douglas's X <laughs> from Black Rain. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, In Japanese, of course. So at the end of the film, uh, it says the end, and it has the the Japanese symbol for end. I'd have that right over my bung. Right over your what? <laughs> <laughs> huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> right over your your bung. Is that what you said, or your bone? <laughs> you got it right. Your bung. Yeah. To say end. Yeah. A little pun almost. Yeah. I guess. A little butt tat. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd be deep in there. You'd have to like really work it to mm-hmm. see it. Poor guy. That tattoo artist. Still seeing a counselor. <laughs> so you've gotten it already. Michael Fassbender. Um, all right. That's pretty great. You've been given the funding to procure your own Black Rain-related enterprise. Uh-huh. Where do you take that business loan and put it to use? I mean, I'd do. I'd create a smash room, a Black Rain smash room. Because they <laughs> it's do. Not, it's, not, it's not an escape room. It's, no, but they do have those where you can go into a room and destroy stuff. Are you like, serious? Yeah, they, there are those businesses. Yeah, a long time ago. I thought it was just my childhood home. So a long time, there's a show called Delocated, which I really, it's a funny show, John Glazer show. And he had, on the show, the character creates a, a room where you can go into a place, a business, and just pay to destroy things in a room. And it was a joke. But that really, there's businesses that do that. You can go in and just destroy stuff. And so I would do that, but except the only thing in there would be walls and brooms. <laughs> it's, it's a small loan. You don't have to really yeah. go nuts no. with that. Nice. Just um, bring your own broom, by the way. No. Yeah. BYOB? Yeah. I like it. And BYOR? Bring your own room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So the only, you, only, you have two customers. And at night, Jacob. so that's during the day. Oh. At night, I, I let people cosplay as witches in there. <laughs> <laughs> using the using the leftover brooms. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Breaking it in, Nick. Let's see here. Both those jobs better than than the career I'm currently <laughs> traversing. So I'm going to do a VR experience. Um, like full gear, like bodysuit, headgear, like you're mapped out, like you're totally slaughtered out, and you are you're in a high tech chamber, and uh, everything that every flinch is recorded, and uh, you basically you reenact the um the scene where he's interrogated by the uh, Internal Affairs. Okay, and they capture every flinch, every like pen gesture, tape capture. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh. It's five hundred dollars, and then you once once you finish this conversation, the ride's over. Yeah, yeah, and then you have to take all of my equipment off, <laughs> and then you leave. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, then I get back to boning. <laughs> I was gonna involve the homeless guy on the bridge, but that that blows my budget. So screw him. Yeah, yeah. Um. We got tat. Is is just the island left? Mm-hmm. I don't want it. There's so many totems. For those who aren't aware, so you're, we have an island. We each have right. our own islands, and we're floating around in the sea as islands do. And we've gathered debris from all these different films that we've talked about. Right. And yeah. You you have to take one thing from the film if you had to take it with you to the island to keep you company or to possess. I, I you know how you know how, like people have I don't those, know why it has to be an island, but it, yeah. I guess it could be a storage. You know how people um will have a, a locket and they'll have one half of the heart, uh-huh. the other person will have the other. So I gifted you the ass end of that counterfeit money thing. Right. The plate. 
And you took the other one? I've got the other one. I thought you were going to give me Andy Garcia's head and you keep his body, but this is better. (laughs) Well, you should know that would be off-brand for me. (laughs) But... uh, so That's yeah, right. You would have, switch it up. Yeah. So we have we have like a cute little. We each complete each other. Like you have one half of the counterfeit, and I have the other. Thank I, you. Yeah. So they're on different islands, but that's fine. I mean, you'll you'll think of me though when you see that thing. I will. And how useless it is. That's right about the decapitated head. That's that's one of those things that you do have like a head collection. I've I've at least one head. Two, I think. And then I've got an entire body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two. You have a couple of bodies as well. You've George, you took someone else. Did I? Yeah. Last recently. Shit. Yeah. We need to I mean, for us we need to start cataloging this yeah. stuff. Get an Excel spreadsheet going. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was designed for, right? What? The the guys in Cupertino, oh. wherever those guys are based in Silicon Valley, they're like, yeah, we need to we need to create a, a, a an interface that will gather <laughs> these ridiculous island choices. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you taking? Oh man. I had thought of this when we were. I was looking for items during when we were watching the movie, but I got swept up in the action. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That sword, that that short sword that he decapitates Garcia with, is tempting, but I, I feel like it's a cursed. Is that object. a bushido blade? Maybe. Um. You know, what I might take. Is the is the blood smudge from the beginning of the film on, <laughs> on Michael Douglas's Douglas face. Yeah. I'm still doing that motion. And how will you how will you contain it? How will you ha- we have like a like a spirit gum, like a little latex thing to apply yeah, to yourself? I, mean, I guess I would take cuz that's probably what they did for Douglas. They painted it on or did some kind of latex thing, right? Application. Yeah, yeah I would then I would I'd walk around with that on my over my uh, half of my face. By the way, you got taken out of the movie because they were constantly smoking in places that we don't smoke anymore. That's right. They smoke. Douglas Airplanes. smoked out of airplane. Yeah. yeah. And in offices and. Well, he's trying to look cool with that cigarette too. He's trying to like cool yeah. smoke it. Yeah. And uh, you know, usually the cigarette does all the work because that is kind of like that's a traditionally cool thing for a character to yeah. do, like a badass. Thing but to you smoke. have to give the filmmakers credit for not having that sound. That awful sound. What's this awful sound? Where you hear the cigarette being smolder, like oh, like like yeah. Tarantino does it all the time. It's mm-hmm. like they zoom in, and, and it's like <laughs> you hear this the the thing being combusted. Yeah, it's dumb. I thought it was it's an nice, easy crutch. I thought it was a nice change up for this. Yeah, when he lit it, the cigarette screamed. <laughs> <laughs> First meeting in the in the in the Paramount offices. I think it's a Paramount movie. Right. All right, look, this is not going to be one of those you hear the cigarette smoldering movie, so get your head out of your ass, executive. All right, let's talk about casting. <laughs> so, let's be clear. Yeah, so I'm on a similar note. Like, the other thing that he does is he wears these giant sunglasses throughout the film, yeah. indoors most of the time. Sometimes right. outdoors he doesn't, which is weird. Uh, those suckers are on my island. I've got a, I've got a coconut with a little rudimentary Michael Douglas face painted on it, and those bitches are riding on it. So you attempted to craft a Michael Douglas on your island out of a coconut? Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. yes, to answer your question, there's a drilled out mouth hole.
Absolutely.